what happens in the nativity may be a little bit of a process. You see, Mentor many years ago described this night as the same old girl in a new dress. <laughs> Fact is, many of us think we understand the nativity completely. We have the events down cold. We know about Mary. We know about the circumstances of her conception. We know about Joseph, her most chaste spouse, who chose to take her as wife even though she could, he couldn't put her away. We know about the shepherds who see the commotion happening. We know about the angels that are rejoicing. We know there is no room at the end. But rarely do we comprehend that almost every major point of the Christian story is contained in this very tiny little section of the Bible, this tiny portion of Luke's Gospel. Tonight, we ended the season of Advent at dusk, the shortest an Advent can be. For four weeks, we pondered both the historical reality of the Incarnation and hopefully prepared for the Second Coming. And tonight, we gather amidst the beauty of joyful hearts and carols we know, if not by heart, we at least know one line. Amidst the flicker of candles and children or grandchildren that are expecting gifts and presents that are placed under the tree, we realize that this night has incredible beauty. It is precious. But for still others, this night is painful. For those who are in active mourning or who are mourning the loss of a job or a friend, spouse, divorce. Memories can be very difficult this night. But it's also a night that's filled with hope. And even the hope for the marginal believer who may come in and find a little bit of hope here in a place called St. Paul's. And we hear the same readings and we see the same joy. Some people come in filled with sugar some people come in filled with a little too much eggnog. <laughs> but tonight, the miracle is for everybody, no matter who. The willingness for God Almighty to come and make his home with a simple couple at what must have been the most stressful time of their lives. And he would be God with us. And the world would never be the same. Now, the recorded details of this night often do not agree with the story. There were not a dead snow on the ground. If so, the shepherds would not have been tending their flocks by night. The fact that the hymn writers of Northern Europe wrote these things probably means they never went to Bethlehem. It's strikingly like Yuma, and we know how often it snows here. Well, what we do know is that Mary, who was not in any condition to travel, set out with her husband on a journey for an imperial census, of course, so that taxation would be assessed. As a couple, there was nothing really notable about them. They were engaged, but not married. 
Her husband had a genetic link with a long-ago king of Israel. In short, I'm not sure we could find this type of person that, well, pretty much everywhere. And I think that's part of the miracle. That Jesus chose ordinary people because he identifies with people like you and I. Ordinary people. And I assure you that this very fully incarnate Jesus had all the details of a normal birth. Cattle stalls would have smelled like animals. Jesus would have soiled his diaper. Mary would have nursed this little wonder. Much like us, we hold our children's hands for a little while and their hearts for a lifetime. He would grow up in a culture different from ours. He would absorb the stories of the Old Covenant and reason with elders in the temple. And this ordinary little boy from Nazareth would change the world. Not just because he was special, because he was God. Tonight, amidst all of the things of this all of the plans that you have, all of the people that you are surrounded by, give thanks for the ordinary, for it is in the ordinary that God makes himself known. There does not need to be snow on the ground. There doesn't even need to be presents to unwrap. For the child himself is the gift. Perhaps this night you are secure in your relationship with this Jesus, this incarnate one who comes to celebrate the birth of tonight. This, for you, is the same old girl in the new dress. Or maybe you came in and this whole Christianity thing is completely new to you. This night's for you too. This night's for everyone. Perhaps the ordinary person who was born to be our Savior is the new visitor in your life, the new occupant of your home, the new silent listener of every conversation. Rest assured that he knows the ordinary details of your life, and he is happy to wrestle with you in all of your messes, both through life and through eternity. And amidst all of the specialness of this night, may we all find this extraordinary birth blessedly ordinary. He is our gift this night. He is God with us. And that is cause for rejoicing. Oh, come, let us adore.